You're listening to a powerful message from the Overcomers Church World Outreach. We believe the word of God you receive today will bring restoration and transformation to your life. We invite you to worship with us. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. God bless you as you listen to his word in Jesus' name. Join me in prayer. Holy Spirit, have your way this morning. Holy Spirit, have your way this morning. We yield our body, our soul, our spirit unto you. Speak. Speak in the language we'll understand. Father, I pray for revival. I pray for reawakening. Let your word come into our heart this morning and cut our spirit and reawaken us. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, Heavenly Father, for in Jesus' name. Join me as we read the book of Acts chapter number 1, verse number 8. We are reading from verse 8. Acts chapter 1 from verse 8. Is it worship? Are we ready? I'm reading from King James now. If you have it, give us King James. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Verse 9. Now when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up and the crowd received him out of their sight. Ready to verse 11. Then, and while they looked, listen carefully, while they looked steadfastly towards the heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them with white apparel, verse 11, and said to them, what did he say? Verse number 11. Who also said, men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into the heaven? This, this same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Jesus, whom you are just watching, will come again as he goes into heaven. Revelation chapter number 1 verse 7. Revelation 1 7. Revelation chapter 1 verse 7. ICT, I will appreciate you are fast with me, please. Behold, he's coming with clouds. And every eyes will see him. Behold, even they, even they who pierced him, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, church, say amen. Last one, verse 8. 
I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord. Who is and who was and who is to come. His name is the Almighty. Look at somebody and say to that person, he's coming. Say it as if you mean it. Look at that person. Shake that brother. Shake that sister. Say, listen carefully. Don't smile. Don't smile. This time around, frown your face. Don't give that person that smile. Frown your face. Look at that person again. Say, listen carefully. He is coming. Come to the next person. Say, look up. He is coming. That's my message. He is coming. Child of God, he is coming. If you are part of us that used to go out for outreach, happens to be part of the team. If you meet somebody and uh, you are discussing with the person, and you ask the person or tell the person or move your message towards Christ is coming. We met somebody, was talking with the person, telling him that Jesus is coming back soon. Her response was, not today. Not today. That's the way we find ourselves. Another person also said to me, if he's coming, let him wait first. Let me get married. Born children. Build house. Buy cars. Then he can come. Then he can come. Could you imagine the mentality of man? The wisdom of man. The thinking of man. Such a message, thank you, Holy Spirit. Such a message is like being scarce in the church these days. Even inside the church, most of us didn't even believe he's coming again. We are, we are so relaxed as if he's not coming again. If you carefully remember my message I called, never assume. I said they have turned feast. They have turned what's supposed to be a ceremony, things that will cause them to remember his coming into a feast. We have turned church to be a place of feasting. Where we come and we feast and we, we celebrate and we go. And we ask somebody what happened in the church today. Believe me, only one or two, if possible, will remember what happened. It's no longer where you come, you refresh you be so bad, you energize and move forward. It becomes a place of feasting. Someone say feasting. Quickly, let me go to my message. Let me just not go there. That's a story they told us. Of a man, every day this man will come out and scream 
Behold a lion. He will shout, lion, lion, lion in the city. And people will gather and say, where is the lion? He won't do anything. He'll just be looking at them. The next day, he will shout again. Everybody gather, behold the lion is coming to divorce. People will come with their knife, with their matchet, with their gun. They want to kill and pursue the lion out of the city. There was no lion. But the day came. He was shouting, screaming, behold, a lion in the city. Somebody said, don't mind him. Not today. That is how he used to shout. But the story recorded that lion came and devoured the man. That is how we are shouting. He is coming. And you're saying, not today. Bible also recorded there was a man in the scripture by the name Noah. God asked him, I will destroy the earth. Build an ark. In fact, when I was meditating on that scripture, early hours of this morning, I asked my, something was coming to my mind. I said, what is this? God says, there were those that was born when Noah started building the ark. Listen carefully. There were those that was born when Noah started building the ark. By 40 years, they got married. And Noah was still building the ark and was still telling them that God is going to destroy the earth. By 80 years, they are old. The child that they gave birth to also got married. And the baby will ask the father, what is that man doing? He said, don't mind him. For the past 80 years, has no job to do. Building ark. Are you following me? 80 years, he's still building the ark. And the man, by 120, the man is dead. And the son gave birth to another child that comes up to another 40 years. He said, my grandfather told me. My grandfather told me that I was alive. And the man was building ark since all these years. Up to now, nothing is happening. But the Bible says, a day came. But a day came. All was said, came to pass. Church, listen to this servant of God. He is coming. Where we read in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, look at verse 11. He said, that same Jesus we are talking about, you are just watching going up. He said, he will come back again in like manner. And Jesus in verse 11 says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. I will come. Listen, he will come. No matter what you believe, no matter how you want to restructure it, no matter the message you are hearing, one day you will see him. One day he will come. I will show you something and I'm going to pray quickly. He will appear before the crowd. And my question is, what manner of man are you ought to be? What manner of person 
Who will he meet when he sees you? Revelation chapter 22, Revelation 22, verse 11. Let the one who does wrong continue. Let the one who does wrong, Bible says, do what? Continue. He, he advising you. Let me also join and advise you. Do what? Tell somebody to say continue. Continue to do wrong. Nobody is telling you again, don't do wrong. A couple of months ago, the whole world was shaking because of the most commonest, minute, weakest virus by the name COVID. It was rated as the weakest virus shook the world. The economy of the world collapsed. A country like South Korea that, that invested their, their money in, in missiles and, and amores, the whole thing shook them. And they, 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 what they call it again? Enter, what's that, that, that missile they, they discovered? That they say if they shoot it, the whole world will go. Fail them. Was valueless at that time. They discovered a, 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 a missile, chemical, chemical missile, that they said if they shoot it, the whole world will collapse. They have a way where they will be. That point in time, that chemical weapon was valueless. Men were running, struggling for their life because of the commonest virus by the name COVID. God is telling you, take your eyes off those things and put your eyes in me. I'm coming. Him that is doing wrong, Bible says, continue. Let me find my turn to this one. You that is after somebody's wife, continue. You after somebody's husband, I give you good, continue. You that eats people's money, continue. You that lies, continue. You that decide, I won't serve God, I advise you, good, continue. But a day will come. I pray that day will not meet us. Let the very person continue to be very. He said, continue doing what you are doing. Advice you again. If you are doing good, keep doing good. Somebody said that God told her, give and, uh, and turn back. Love and uh, put again. Those things he said that. Love, give, forgive. If you are doing good, don't allow anybody to talk you away from doing good. Because he said, I'm coming to reward every man. I'm coming to reward. So if you are doing bad, keep doing. When he will come, he will reward you. There's a reward coming. But it depends on what you are doing. You that are good, waiting at the gate of the church to talk people away from the church. Say, continue. Nobody's stopping you. Keep doing it. Go! 
God is watching. He's watching. He said, why is the hidden raging? Why are the people of the earth imagining vain things? He that sat on the throne crossed his leg and be watching and be taking record. He said, he will reward every man according to his works. He will give you your own measure. Continue. Continue lying. Continue cheating. Continue living in immorality. Continue. Keep doing it. Continue. Continue deceiving people. Holy Ghost believe in your business. Continue. Come to church, your business. He said, continue doing it. Don't stop. Thank you. My advice for you now, before we pray now. Short message. My advice for you. If you are expecting a visitor, if you are expecting somebody coming, just the way we are expecting Christ coming, Holy Spirit, thank you. What do you do? Take for instance, our mama here. Just put a call to engineer, our senior pastor, or to the King Dave, or to anybody in the church, and say, I'm coming to your house now. What will be the first thing that will come to your mind? Just receive the call, now, 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 and say, Bono, I'm, on, I'm coming to your house by, in the evening. A call from our mama. Brandy, I'm coming to your house tomorrow morning. What will be in your mind? Based on who she is, her position, the way you value her, what will be in your mind? Let me show you something. We're going to pray now. Number one thing that will be in your mind, there must be sense of urgency. Number one, that he is coming. If you don't have sense of urgency, you will miss him. John chapter 9 verse 4, quickly. John 9 4. As long as it is day, as long as it is day, we must do the work of him. That sent me. Night is coming when no man, when no one, when no woman, when no pastor, not even a bishop, can walk. Night can be sickness, night can be death. Thank God for our Papa. Blessed memory. He doesn't walk again. He's now the place of rest. He can't walk. Night can be, your, can be old age. Serve God in the days of your youth. There will be a time you can't do it again. Old age, we, we, we hold you. 
will limit you. Sense of urgency. Mama is coming. I will do what I need to do before she comes. Because if she comes, there are things I can't do again. She needs my attention. Come on, are you hearing me? If she comes, I can't, I can't prepare food again. I can't go out to shop again. She needs me to be with her. Therefore, there must be sense of urgency because night is coming. There is a time called night. And Jesus knew. He said, I must do the work of him that sent me. A time is coming. I can't do it again. If I miss it now, I'll miss it completely. And you will sit down and cross your leg from Monday to Monday, changing channels in television, changing, changing from, from Telemundo to Z-World. I visited on our member. She was busy watching Z-World. I was talking. Her eyes was on screen. I said, I'm going. He said, Pastor, wait, wait now. Come, MHA and can. Simon Aganabo. Her attention. I'm not going to be back. You don't see me. I'm going. You're busy changing channel. You're busy preparing some of us. I told someone in our church. Sorry, I won't mention your name now, but I will say it. She comes to church by 9 o'clock every Sunday. But I will see her taking her children to school by 7. I said, 7, you take them to school by 7. On Sunday, he said, God understands now with a hustle. Continue hustling. She's smiling now. Continue. He's looking at me and smiling. Continue what? Continue doing what you are doing. God is second hand. God that's supposed to be your priority is second hand. Him that is doing wrong, he said, continue. Imagine God advising you, you should continue doing what you are doing. Jesus said, I must do the work of him that sent me. Luke chapter 16, verse 19, quickly. Luke 16. Just give me 19. Give me verse 23. Good. I'm being about, about, about a man. We know the story about, the, about Lazarus and, the, and the, the rich man. Then the Bible says, I just, I just go there. I'm being in torment in the hedges. He lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off. And Lazarus in his bosom. Next verse, please. Quickly. 24, 25. Then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. And send Lazarus, that he may dip his tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. For I am tormented in this flame. 25. Quickly. 25. Quickly, quickly. And Abraham says, Son, remember that in your Remember that in your lifetime, you receive good things. I'm teaching you now. When you are alive, this word came to you. Likewise, Lazarus. But now he's comforted and you are tormented. I pray it's not our portion in Jesus' name. 27, please. 27, quickly. 27, go to 27. Let me show you something. 27. Then he said, I beg you, therefore, Father, that you will send him to my father's house. To do what? 28. To do what? 28. For I have five brothers. 
that he may, he may testify to them, least they will come to this place of torment. 29. Oh my God. Abraham said to him, they have Moses. They have Chidebele. They have Mama. They have Engineer Wabeze. They have Edith. They have pastors around them. Let them hear them. If they can't hear from them, even if somebody comes from the dead here, they won't even hear. Thirty, last one. Thirty, quickly. And he said, no, Father, Abraham. But if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. It's not possible. They will run away because they will see ghosts. How long shall you continue to harden your heart? How long shall you continue to live the way you're living? I told you the Bible says, throw them who through faith and patience. Look at what happened to a man. He had the word of God. He had the opportunity. He had everything before him. But he missed it. Now he's crying. Please send somebody to my people. How will you feel? You go to heaven and your mother is in hell. How will you feel that that's your tight friend, that's your best friend, that's one you call my tight? You are in heaven and is in hell. You must have a sense of urgency. Therefore, I need to do what I need to do now. I need to serve him now. I won't be like people that bury their talents. I need to give my talents to give the work of God what he needs now. Not gossiping. Not talking people out of the church. Not being self-centered. Sense of urgency. Number two. If he's coming, I must define my priorities. I must define my priorities. Prepare for his coming. The coming of my maker and my savior. Psalm 90, verse 10 and verse 12. I must define my priorities. The days of the Lord, the days of our lives are 70 years. And if by reason of strength, they are 80. Yet, they boast in, their boast is only in labor and sorrow. For it is soon cut off and they fly away. The days of a man is 70. If God gives you strength, 80. But he said, you know what? All your boasting is what? Labor. Even at 70, you are still talking about labor. Labor. Build house. This one. This one. My father is very sick. Very, very sick now. Anytime I call him, he says, if, if I'm okay now, I, I, there's something I want to, if I'm okay now. I say, even at this stage, I'm telling you about heaven. You are still telling me, if, don't worry, when, I'm, when I'll be fine. At his 80s, over 80s, when I'll be fine. Your days, 70, 80. Thank God for 120. It's good though. 
Then look at verse 12. Now, he says, so teach us to number our days that we may apply our heart unto wisdom. Because you know what? You have to prioritize. Knows that this is my age. This is my time. What is important now? Since he is coming, prioritize it. Your brother, your friend, my friend, our friend. I saw him in Enugu. He went back to school. He said, I want to go, to, I want to go to back to university. The wife told me, he's back in school at over 60 years or, the, or that about. Back to school. And I said, what of ministry? He said, I'm combining the two. Mistake. School is important. But at your age now, if I'm you, I will concentrate more on ministry. Prioritize it. I say, invest in people's life. Build men. Lord, teach us how to number our days. James chapter 4, 13. James 4, 13. Come now. You who say today or tomorrow, we will go to such and such city. Spend our year there. Buy and sell and make profit at 80, at 70. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is just as a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Time. All of us before our eyes bear witness. Our father in the Lord, Bishop Moses, just said, let me go and come back. Please help me. Let me go and come back. By Monday, he goes in. He said, by Friday, I'm coming back. In fact, I saw in the hospital, he said, tomorrow, I was mom. I said, put check, let's sign check. I'm leaving here tomorrow. Life of a man, vapor. And before your eyes, you saw it. And you're still behaving the way you're behaving. Thinking, you have tomorrow. Thinking, you have tomorrow. Thinking, you are planning. Thank God. Listen. I didn't say you should not plan. Plan. Plan as if there is no tomorrow. Believe as if it's coming now. Live as if he's coming now. If he catches you at this state, what will happen? What will you tell him? There was a man in Matthew 8, 21. That said to Jesus, Jesus said, follow me. Just follow me. Let's go and do the work of him that sent me. He said, Master, excuse. Permit me to go and bury my... He said, let the dead... I'm here now. Talking about burial. Where I'm here. Prioritize your life. Put things in the, in the proper place. Because he is coming. He's coming. To reward. He's coming. Number three. Let me stop in the today. If he's coming, what am I going to do? I will make preparation. If mama is coming, I will do what? I'll prepare. 
years back, I and my wife visited one of my pastor friends that put to bed in Enugudem. We called the man and said, uh, what's his name, guy's name? I forgot the name now. Oh, my soul. We used to call him, oh, my soul. That's his guy's name, oh, my soul. I want to get his name. So we called him and said, we are coming. Oh, my oh, my soul. We are coming to see you. Just put to bed. Coming to his house. When we knock on the door, oh, Pastor Nadago, eh? they start gathering chairs and gathering things and packing clothes and everybody, leave this place. Uh, we have a guest. When I sat in the room, everywhere is smelling. I sat on the window and put my nose on the window. On the window. I said, Mama, do fast. I want to go. They weren't prepared. We took them not on our way because we told them we are coming. They're supposed to be prepared, waiting. Put the house in order. Put things in order. Because we're expecting a visitor. If you're expecting him, prepare. Sir, are you hearing me? What do I say? Prepare. Prepare his coming. Prepare his visit. Second Peter 3, verse 11 down to 12. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, everything will go. What manner of person ought you to be in holy conduct and in godliness? Since you know he's coming, what kind of person are you supposed to be? Looking for and hasting the coming of the day of the Lord, because of which the heavens will be dissolved. Being on fire. And the elements will melt with fervent heat. Yes, go down. Verse 14. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for a new heaven and a new earth. Hebrews 12.1 Hebrews 12.1 Therefore, let us, since we have surrounded by so great of crowd witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which easily ensnared us and let us run with endurance this race that is set before us. If it's coming, lay aside weights. Prepare. Prepare his coming. <laughs> Thank God for childbearing. Wonderful. Thank God for marriage. Omaka. Good. Thank God for building houses. It's good. Thank God for those that want to put to bed. It's wonderful. These things are good. They are great. But if you know anything that will cause you not to prepare. In fact, when I married my wife, I told her, listen, if you're on your own, no. Don't tell me I'm the one. I'm not hindering you. Run as fast as you can. I'm also running. By the time we get there, don't tell God. Don't accuse me before God. I'm the one. I didn't. If you know how to pray, pray. How to live holy. Live your own. Let me live my own. 
marriage has nothing to do in this race. Nothing. Everybody, when I will stand before God by his grace, I'm not going to say, let's stand together. No. Everybody on your own. Lay aside. Met our member again. I spoke to her. What is your problem? Why are you not coming to church? From, from Monday to Monday, you don't come to church. You just come when you want to come. And when you want to come, you even come late again. He said, every first Sunday, I used to do this one, this place. Every first Friday, this one, that place. I shook my head. I said, after I must have done this thing, what is benefit? It was three hustling. Hustling from year to year. Lay aside weight. Prepare his coming. Because for coming, he will come. Surely come. That same Jesus we talk about will come. And no wonder a man in the Bible by name Nicodemus in John 3 came to him and then I said, Master, what am I going to do? How do I, how do I, how will I inherit the kingdom? I know you're a teacher. What am I going to do? He said, you must be born again. No? You see, a pastor, a preacher, a bishop of the world Let me round up with this story again. And we're going to pray. I've said this sometime ago. I don't know if, if he's here. We were in a pastor seminar in Enugu then. One bishop from where came to that seminar to minister. Dressed with a simple shirt and a simple trouser and a, a shoe. When he was about to minister at Roth Cathedral, Bishop Obion Box Church, his PA brought a big box, one big box, and kept on the altar. And he opened the box and started dressing himself. He put on those bishop, those cassock, those big ones, and put up those big hats with the staff with all the rings and everything, dressed himself very well, and asked us, how do I look now? He started clapping. He said, now you come as a bishop. He said, good. Obi was sitting there. All your brothers were... <laughs> we are all sitting down there. All the bishops were sitting down where the man was. I said, how do I look now? He said, you look good. You look like a bishop now. He said, if you saw me when I was coming, dressed where I was dressing... You don't say, okay, good morning, sir, yes. But now you will say, my bishop, his lordship. He said, yes. And he said to us, I was preaching with this legaria for 30 years. I don't know Christ. I was preaching with this legaria for over 30 years. I don't know Christ. Until one day, he said, Christ met with me. They were in a line of bishops and pastors. And Christ was marching, looking at everybody. Came to where he was and said, what are you doing here? He said, don't you know me? Huh? Me? With all this building I built in Imo State, with everything. He said, get out of the line. I didn't know you. 
The man said, I opened my mouth to cry. I couldn't say anything. You know why? When he judges you, you won't have words to say. Because his judgment is right. Lay aside. Wait. Prepare his coming. Shall we rise on our feet? I choose to stop now. Because point number four should be, when we meet again, I'll continue from there. Still have it. What are you going to give? Next time we meet again, I'll continue from this. Point number four is, if mama is coming to my house, of course, I will give her a gift. Three of us. I'll give her something. So if he's coming, what will you give him? Let's leave that one till next time. Give me Second Peter chapter 2, verse 4. Let's be upstanding, please, everybody. Second Peter 2. For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment. Verse 5, if you did not spare them, if you didn't have mercy on them, and did not spare the ancient world, you didn't spare them. Looking at the whole earth, I met a Jehovah witness somebody. He said, God will not, if you are, <laughs> these people are wonderful. He said to me, God cannot destroy the earth. I said, why? If you are a man, will you watch your son being roasted in fire? I said, God is not man. And I gave her this scripture. If God did not spare the ancient states, did not spare the angels, but cast them in the rake of fire and save only eight people out of the whole world, those preachers of righteousness bring into the flood of the world of the ungodly. Verses, we are going to pray. Look at it, verses. And turn the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes. Condemn them to destruction, making them an example to those who afterward will live ungodly. Use them as an example to us that if you live ungodly, I'm going to do the worst thing to us. This spare them. Listen. What will destroy us, I pray to not come, is why we hide ourselves under grace and be doing what we are doing. By his grace. By his grace. Use grace to cover sin. You are sinning, say, by his grace. You are lying by his grace, I will repent. You are cheating by his grace. God says, if I do not spare them, I won't spare anybody. I want to give us another opportunity again. To be honest with you, I was preparing this message day before yesterday night. In the night, yesterday night, around 1 o'clock, I was still on my table. And God asked me, asked me a question that came to my mind. If you die now and preach this message, had it been this one, it's your last message. I dropped it. I went back again and I prayed, God, have mercy. Because the message must first of all convict you. If you know your life is not in alignment with God, when God will judge you, 
Did we meet you as a husband, as a wife? Come forward. I didn't say one again. If you know that the rapture comes now, you are not sure. Come forward. Two minutes. We are going to pray. Quickly. Come forward. Come forward. Where is that hymn you sing that time? Hymn what? Sing it again. Come forward. Wherever you are. If you like, steep your heart. If you like, hold your heart. It's left for you, but you know. You are aware that it's not working. It's not working. It's not true. I come. I come. It's not true. Thank God for motivational messages. Thank God for, for prosperity message. Thank God we are going to prosper. Prosper. Wonderful. Bring it down. What shall it profit you? Child of God. What shall it profit you? God said, God said to Moses, what is in your hand? Let me ask you again. What is in your hand? That phone you're carrying, if God look inside that phone, what will he see? If God, can God read those text messages and you're relaxed? The phone represents who, what is in your mind, who you are. That's why husband will, will lock his, put password on his phone. Wife will put password. Everybody hides his phone. It is a true picture of who you are. What is in your heart is in your phone. If God can look inside your phone, what will he see? Come forward once again. I'm going to pray. Today you're lifting your hands and say, God, I give you thanks. Your holy name. But inside your phone is saying, look at what is there. Look at what is there. God bless you. Those of you that are standing here, open your mouth and pray. Talk to God in prayer. Talk to God in prayer. Say, Lord, here am I. Every weight, every sin, every lifestyle, every attitude, no matter what it is. If rapture comes up now, Lord, cleanse me. I surrender my life unto you. I give you my life. I give you my life, my body, my soul, everything within me. I receive the grace to serve you better. I receive the grace to serve you better. To the glory of your name. Pray with me. Say, Father, those standing here, stay with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you today as I am. I give you my life, my soul, my body, my spirit, everything within me. I lay it before you. Take over my life. I receive your life. I receive the grace. I receive the strength to serve you better to the glory of your name. Thank you, O oh Lord.
for canceling my name in the book of death and writing my name in the book of life. Thank you, Heavenly Father. With all boldness, I declare I'm a child of God. I'm a new creature. Everything has passed away. Everything in my life is new to the glory of God. Say amen. God bless you. We pray you have been blessed by the word of God you received today. For prayers or counseling, our doors are always open. We invite you to worship with us at the Overcomers Church World Outreach. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. We look forward to seeing you at our next service. God bless you in Jesus' name.